He's heading up to the shrine of the silver monkey. Minute, 12 seconds. She's got the base. She's got the belly and the head. She's got it on. No. She's having trouble in the shrine of the silver monkey. On the Lord of on the Lord of Hero, Nick Nick, on the Ricky Tiggy Low, living number one, Nickelodeon. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And I am Max. Uh, and this is episode 48 Top Game Shows. Yeah, our favorites. I'm still kind of reeling from last week's uh, Mr. <laughs> er, Cowboy Ernst episode. Cow- Cowboy Ben? Yes. <laughs> uh, can... Feels like we just talked about it. Yeah. Uh, it's been fresh in my memory. The people have been voting uh, on their favorite uh, and uh, they, some good suggestions, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, game shows is a big one. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, it's a long time coming. Yes, we haven't talked much about any game shows, really. Yeah. Uh, we did do uh, Think Fast recently, yeah. um, but that was it, I think. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people seem pretty puzzled as to why we, <laughs> why we did Think Fast. Um, but we're definitely going to do some due diligence to the shows you probably do know. It's pre-2000s, right? Yes, right. Oh, yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah. Cool. Um, you remember Max? He joined us for Perfect Date Night. Yes, I'm here alone this time. <laughs> uh, we decide- Great to have you. <laughs> no one to yell at Andrew. <laughs> it should be nice and peaceful. Um, but uh, before we get going, we always like reading your thoughts. Uh, so yeah. let's check it out. This is from Brent. He says, thanks again for letting me be part of the 90s Nickelodeon Awards. The episode was so much fun to listen to. You guys knocked it out of the park. Hearing all the other BOC fans accept awards was just awesome. You guys did an excellent job making it really sound like a live award show broadcast. I loved the bumpers and commercials. Do more of those, please. (laughs) (laughs) The interview with Will McRobb may be the most special episode you guys have done so far, but the award show is by far the most fun. It gets my early nomination of Episode of the Year for 2018. Mm, Keep up the good work. People are already thinking Episode of the Year. Thank you, Brent. That's yeah. great to hear from you. Very nice to hear. Um, those were two pretty like large episodes in a row. Will McRobb yes, and the awards. They felt very uh, intensive. Yeah, you know. it's all downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also heard from another podcast which specializes in pretty much all things '90s, mm-hmm. um, and it's a podcast called Oh, I Had That. Uh, and they said, "This is Josh from Oh, I Had That." And we just wanted to show our love for the BOC podcast. The awards were so creative and well done. Your interview with uh, Will McRobb was great. Andrew's right. McRobb is a true American hero. Our perfect date night would include Guts, Doug's Hot Ticket, and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Tale of Midnight Madness and Laughing in the Dark. So two Are You Afraid of the Dark. I like that. I like the double Laughing in the Dark's a good one. Though there's no... Not that there had to be a female mm-hmm. character, but there's no real like love. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, they said, keep up the great work. So we, we really appreciate yeah. that. Shout out to Oh, I Had That. Yes, yes. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you so much. Very cool. Um, but as you said, we're talking favorite game shows, perhaps some ones we didn't like. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, 
did, what was your relationship with these game shows as a kid? Were you big on the game shows, or? I would say between like 92 and 99, I was big into it, obviously, because I was born in 88, so <laughs> um, much, much, uh, much before that I wasn't too into it, but yeah, I was, uh, I was a big fan. Yeah. I, it, w- it wasn't like what I would be like waiting for or excited about. Um, yeah, but it was always something like on a Saturday or Sunday where if I caught a game show, I just remember feeling like this is kind of fun, in the summertime kind of fun. Um, but it wasn't something I specifically sought out. I, re- I remember, especially in the summer, whenever a game show would come on, I'd think, oh, no. Like, I gotta get out of here and go do something else. I just, uh, as a kid, I was not huge on the game shows. There's a couple on here that yeah. were bigger yeah. for me, but uh, for the most part, I was ready to skip what, them all. What about what about game shows in general? Did did you um mm-hmm. did you watched a lot of Wheel of Fortune, a lot of Jeopardy? Willingly. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I never watched uh, game shows at all. Um, there's a few Nickelodeon game shows that I would watch. I don't want to say them yet, but yeah. um, but those ones have stuck with me until this day that I, mm-hmm. I still go back and watch them here and there. Yeah. Maybe uh, Louis Anderson Family Feud. I did love that. <laughs> I like any. I really like Family Feud. It's just a solid yeah. concept for a show. It doesn't really bore. Um, so if you, so if you had to pick your favorite all-time game show, non-Nickelodeon, oh what are you going with? Sorry, put you Boy. on the spot here. I mean, while you guys are thinking, Andrew is in pain <laughs> thinking. <laughs> Uh, Price is Right, easy. Oh, um, yeah. Price is Right. Okay. Uh, to this day, a little info about my personal life, I record it every day. Uh, I don't watch it every day. I delete most of them, but I would say I'd watch it two to three times a week. Uh, just, just, oh, there's real, there's real shock in the room right now. Um, I just like it during R&R time, a little, uh, little Price is Right, Drew Carey, a local legend, uh, Total nice guy. You know what? I'll yeah. agree on The Price is Right. Oh. Best, best game show. Okay. Um, loved it as a kid, especially being sick or something. You know, yeah. Like, um, but I don't love it nearly as much as you, I don't think. I would never <laughs> record it. <I> mean. <laughs> it's, it's um I think, the only thing that airs in the AM that I've ever recorded. So... Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just a real hit in our, my household. But um. okay, it is good. It's good yeah. as yeah. far as game shows go. Yeah, you know? yeah. it reminds <laughs> me of my old babysitter, uh, Eleanor Warner. Oh, and she would watch Shout it out whenever. to Eleanor. Yeah, <laughs> she's a big listener. <laughs> yeah, whenever I uh, was being babysat, she would always watch it. But I, uh, speaking of Drew Carey, um, whose line is it anyways? That was uh, always a fun one. Yeah, that was Man, I hated a different that. take on oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I, I, I'm just not a big game show guy. But that one was at least like you know. It was, <laughs> Different. I like the concept. I something and, about it. Andrew's really always me off. hated yeah. laughing. <laughs> I don't like jokes. Just, yeah, he I doesn't. Think they're funny. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, well, okay. So you know, a little love for her game shows, a little hate. Um, but I think I think what we're talking about today holds a special place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think let's just jump right into let's, it. Let's. Uh, our top. We're doing top five yeah. favorite game shows. Number five for me. I kind of cheated here. Oh no! I, I don't like this start. I don't like. I don't like this start at all. <laughs> I'm giving it to the entire guts. Uh, 
Oh. Conglomerate. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> global and regular guts. <laughs> I love. I like them both. Um, I didn't really. I didn't really like them that much as a kid. A lot of these shows I started liking more when, uh, like, ten years ago with Nick Gass mm. and like revisiting them and kind of like watching them with friends too makes it a little more interesting and like picking uh, yeah. who you think's gonna win and stuff. Like Agreed. That, yeah. yeah. Get a little more skin in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I think we we started doing that, but I felt like it was when they were re-airing. Oh yeah. When we were kids, yeah. I felt like we weren't cre- no. creative enough to be like, let's pick a team and <laughs> yeah. bet on something. But then when when we were in college, we're like, why aren't we just like betting on these teams? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um, okay. Well, so guts a little low on the list, uh, mm. especially considering yeah, I'm a little was shocked. defending yeah. guts. Yeah, uh, earlier, that was your. But <laughs> you you defended it to victory yeah, in our yeah. uh, first verses. Yeah. All right. Well. Good pick. This is just my, you know, I went with my gut here. My oh. with my guts. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Very good. Cool. Um, number five for me is when he. What would you do? Mm. Uh, it was a Mark Summers special. Oh, yeah. You know, I, he was awesome. He was on so many different <laughs> things, and this is a little bit more of a casual Mark Summers than mm. um, yeah. uh, Double Dare <laughs> than we're used to. Yeah. Well, you know, he had the suit and the tennis shoes on Double Dare. Yeah. Here he would wear kind of almost vacation clothes. He's really letting loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was shot live at, at Universal. Yeah. So I mean, everybody's on vacation. He was just kind of fitting in. Um, I love pie, and they had, I mean, they had the pie pot, which yeah. was super but exclusive. For a second, I thought um, you were talking about the video game pie, which we briefly mentioned last um, week. Hey, dude, yeah, yeah, big. Oh. Yeah, people <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they had the pie pod, which is created by kid scientists from the Nickelodeon <laughs> University. I don't know if you knew this. I don't know how uh, much I believe that. I, I know, I know. I, uh, I researched it and I couldn't find too much on it. But <laughs> there, there was no Nickelodeon University, you're telling me? <laughs> this is breaking news. <laughs> Sound the air horn. Um, yeah, so they had that. They had the pie slide, the pie pendulum, pie in the sky, pie roulette, pie wash, and the pie coaster, yeah. which were all... You know, really interesting yes. things. Incredible pie pod designed by an award-winning team of kid scientists from the University of Nickelodeon. It is armed with not one, not two, not three, but four pies poised and ready to blast off. A specially designed hydraulic lift chair moves the intended person into position. And as if four, count them four pies weren't enough to top it all off. Feast your eyes on the crowning glory rigged to unload a container of pie filling at the slightest touch. And the one and only place where you'll find the incredible pie pod is right here on What Would You Do? Did you have a favorite? Uh, I think oh. mine would be the pie pod because it had oh. four separate pies. You'd sit in the chair. Yeah. And they always would say it was developed by the kids, so I thought that was extra mm. interesting. I'm big on that pie coaster. Yes, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, I, know. And, uh, I don't know how that. safe it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how safe it is. But, um, but yeah, that, I mean, I just thought that was a great show. Um, the guests were always unique. Um, they would come in and hang out, so they'd have animal handlers or like really funny musicians, mm. and they'd get the uh, audience pretty engaged. So, all around, I thought it was was just pretty good. Yeah, it's a bold choice. It's a show I'm very nostalgic about. Yeah. Um, the theme song's really fun. The theme mm-hmm. song, uh, great. As you hear, as you've heard behind us, um, <laughs> and the the eyeball symbol. Um, the eyeball symbol also yes. very good. Yes. Just you know, looking around, <laughs> creeping me out a little bit. But 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 let's be clear. This is definitely a game show about pie. Yeah. Uh, yeah right. <laughs> which I feel yeah. like I feel like when I was little, I didn't realize as much. Because yeah. <laughs> there's some other stuff going on that distracts. But when I went back and rewatched it as an adult, I'm like, wow, this is very pie centric. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. Uh, yeah. I uh, I like the audience polls too, which would yeah, because it would just what uh, would yeah, you know, what's what's gonna happen? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Good pick. Good yeah. pick. So All right. Cool. Uh, my number five is Nick Arcade, wow. which airs mm. from 1992 to 1993, hosted by Phil Moore. Mm. Um, I've never really found the idea of watching people play a video game very fun, um, but still, uh, I love the visuals of the show. Um, I particularly loved uh, watching like Mikey the Adventurer move around the screen. It felt like every decision with Mikey was crucial, yeah. <laughs> a big decision of where to move Mikey. Um, the video challenges and trivia on the board uh, were always fun to me, more so than like say uh, get the picture, um, where you kind of that was the whole point mm-hmm. of the game. I felt like Nick Arcade really spiced it up. You played some video games, you did some trivia on the video board. I kept things moving, yeah. jumped around a little bit more, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I just never really found it boring, uh, and I'd be a fool if I didn't mention the video zone. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just forget yes, about it. Yeah. The video zone. Uh, I mean, you, you, you show me a person who uh, didn't want to do the video zone, yeah. and I'll show you someone not worth knowing. <laughs> What's your take on Phil Moore? I think he's a pretty strong. Oh well. <clears throat> okay, so Phil Moore hosted two game shows yeah. in '90s Nick. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, this and You're On. Yeah. Um, and I think this is his stronger. Stronger show. Nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to think about there. Um, I think he does the best he can. I think like he's oh, really yeah, he's, he's really peppy. Um, yeah. yeah, I like his energy. Um, it was a cool show. I, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah. I thought the concept was awesome. Uh, just as a kid, I'm playing video games all the time, and I mean, what? Okay. Who wouldn't want to go into that video game? Oh yeah. Oh, I hear you. Um, I hear you. I, I not only kids. Good. But let me drop a Clickstein fact on you. So I have a lot of Clickstein facts today, so I'm only going to play that jingle once, fear not. Um, so they they mentioned, uh, James Bethia mentions, the Video Zone answered the question of couch potato problems involving uh, mm. kids playing video games on Nick Arcade. It was very physical. Uh, plus, watching executives and other adults who would come in and try it out was hilarious. So people, the book goes on to say that like a lot of times the adults would come in the studio and try like the video game mm. uh, section of it. Hmm. Uh, so beloved by kids and adults alike. Wow. Well, I like that. I like Nick Arcade. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I like the video game part. Yeah. Uh, the playing of it. Uh, mm. The Mikey thing was a little weird. Yeah. I think it was a little like watching it now. It's a little uh, like lopsided or something. Like it wasn't made, you know. Like they got to get through twenty spaces in five minutes or whatever. Yeah. It's going to take them forever to do that. Um, but I would also I also have a little bit of a problem with the video zone hmm. as uh, as, as an adult. Well, surely. when you know what it is, and like yes. even it must have been pretty disappointing even as a kid to yeah. go in there but, and do it I, when you finally did it. I agree. As an adult, the reality of the video zone is not thrilling. But as a kid, I just remember sitting there in the envy seep yeah. through my pores. Yeah. I, 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 I have a feeling that this is one of those times where that was better than actually doing it. Like agreed. how you felt about yeah, it at home. Agree, was sure. like... Definitely agreed. Um, a few of uh, just a few facts yeah. about Nick Arcade. 
Uh, some of the games the kids played, Meteoroids, Laser Surgeon, Brainstorm, Battle of the Bands, Star Defenders, Post Haste, Jet Jacks, and Crater Rangers. Uh, that was the mm-hmm. game at the start of the episode where they would um, like compete against each other I real know fast. they played Joe and Mac. I remember oh. because everybody's really horrible. <laughs> and those, like, some of the challenges, the point challenges, were yeah. tough. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those kids just didn't stand a chance half the time. You know? Oh, I agreed. It, yeah. it was sometimes very frustrating to watch. Um, Mikey stages were called Pirate's Cove, Cape Cosmos, Cam Little, Specific Ocean, uh, Forgotten Desert, Slurpy Gulch, Volcano Jungle, Creepyville, Mikey's Neighborhood, We Got Them All, and Time Portal. I have a favorite one. Right you do? Off the bat. You, yep. Like it oh, jumped wow. out yep. to you? There's no doubt about it. Is it Mikey's Neighborhood? Yes, it is. I don't know how you <laughs> guessed that. Because but... it's a very memorable one, I feel uh. like. Yeah. Um, I like. I kind of want to start a band called Specific Ocean. Uh, that's a really good name. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, or Slurpee Gulch. Um, and then finally, some of the villains or enemies that uh, could kill Oof. Mikey. Do you let remember any? Name, let me just name one okay. right off the bat. Game over. The the bully. Game over. The town bully. Uh, he he was featured in Mikey's neighborhood, and we got them all. And time portal and specific ocean. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, do you remember any others? <laughs> no. no. Uh, there was ghost, which is in Creepyville. Witch doctor in Volcano Jungle. Fire breathing dragon in Cam Little. Hammerhead shark in Specific Ocean and Pirates Cove. Blackboard the pirate found in Pirates Cove. <laughs> silly silly the kid in Slurpy Gulch. Uh, giant smooch aliens in Cape Cosmos and dingy in Forgotten Desert. Okay, I don't remember all, many of those. <laughs> and a little more trivia, uh, just so you know, uh, a few celebrity appearances. Hmm. Joey Ooh. Fatone, prior to his success, appeared on the show as Joseph Fatone. No, that's always no. cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the cast of Clarissa Explains It All, Salute Your Shorts, and Welcome Freshman appeared on three Ooh. special celebrity episodes to compete for charity during season two. Uh, in the Salute Your Shorts episode, the game was played as per normal rules. However, in the other two episodes, both teams advanced to the video zone. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's kind of BS. Yeah. Well, <laughs> celebs get whatever, away with everything. Whatever. Now. Get away with everything. All right. Are we prepared to move on to number four? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, wild and Crazy Kids. The threat of being nailed by a cream pie adds suspense and tension to even the most peaceful game. King me, Omar. Uh, I I really didn't like it as a kid very much, uh, but now I like that it's outside. I like that there's a lot of kids involved, and I always liked the uh, ones where they had people from other Nickelodeon shows on it. Those yeah. were always pretty good. Yeah, always felt special. Uh, yeah, uh, and the hosts are great. Omar Gooding. Yes. Uh, Donnie Jeffcoat. Yes. Um, I remember. I distinctly remember this coming on uh, as a kid and real like just not knowing what to do with myself. It's like, <laughs> I don't want to watch this, but <laughs> I don't have anything else to do. Number four on Andrew's list. <laughs> I don't want to watch this. Well, things have changed a little bit over the years. I appreciate it more now, I think, and in the Guts era, or in the uh, Nick Gas era uh-huh. than I did as a kid again. So it's still the number four. I mean, <laughs> okay. Yeah. A ringing nice. endorsement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, number four for me is going to be Guts, uh, which we already mentioned. But I just, I really enjoy the show. I think o- Michael Malley was really good as yeah, 
<laughs> I think he was really good as like a sportscaster, maybe not the best uh, host of a show. Like I think they should have uh, kept with uh, Moira or Mo Cork as the uh, the host of the show, and then had her wow. him be the uh, the sports announcer because he was wow. so good That's, when they were doing the basketball challenges or doing different challenges. Like he was just play by play on point. Uh, and I think that without Mo Quirk, uh, you wouldn't have Global Guts. I think she was kind of that piece that moved it to a whole global uh, Nickelodeon thing. I think that's there's, a controversial yeah, there's opinion. Gonna be, there's oh, going to be really? some people really Damn. upset with you, Max. Oh, why? Because <laughs> uh, they think he's a good Michael Malley's like a legend. <laughs> oh, host? Yeah. Oh. Uh, they big fan, big fans of Yes Dear out there, and um, he also had two game shows, much like yes, Phil Moore. Yeah, um, his exactly other one, like <laughs> Phil Moore. <laughs> his other one was Get the Picture. Yeah, uh, and like Phil Moore, that was the weaker of the, his shows. Oh, so people love his good. host. I, I think I, I love it. I, didn't, uh, I, didn't, I think he was a fine host, but I yeah. think his, his when he was doing the play-by-play, he was just very good. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. I mean, definitely, it's definitely his strength. Um, not interviewing the kids, not so much. That's, that's yeah. That was my next point: is that as a host, I think you should be able to pull some questions out of these kids, and the, those interviews were just really hard to watch. It's <laughs> a good way of putting it. Yeah. I feel like a young kid; it's tough to get like put them on the spot like that. I think he did an okay job with it. <laughs> um, so you guys mentioned uh, on the last show about one of the members of InSync being on it before they were. Yeah, uh, Joseph Fatone. Joseph Fatone. So on guts. Uh, AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys was a participant oh, before wow. he became a Backstreet Boy. Boy. Interesting, isn't that interesting? They, mu- you know, it, this makes sense because all these boy bands were coming out of Orlando, oh. so yeah. these kids were probably like chilling in Orlando. Right. Well, I imagine yeah. all these, a lot of these people were living there and trying to get, to get on TV. Yeah. Yes, so. <laughs> I'm going to get my break on guts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then um, two uh, two special guests that I really thought were cool were uh, Evander Holyfield and Dominique <laughs> Wilkins. Oh yeah, and then uh, for the global guts they had et the extraterrestrial did he ride his bike to the top of the aggro crag or? Uh, and uh in doing in doing my research evander holyfield was on a lot of nickelodeon uh, shows it was weird <laughs> i like to think that he was just personally a big fan of all the shows <laughs> like calling them like can i get on salute your shorts yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, Guts was number four. I, I enjoyed it. Nice. Cool. Very nice. Well, let's just keep on is the... That, gu- wait a minute. Before we move on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, is that all Guts or just regular or, gl- or I mean, global I, specifically? or Specifically, it was just Guts. Oh, okay. um, the original? Just, or yeah, the original. Saying, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I, mean, I don't know. I, I guess... <laughs> I gotta know. It's I just, gotta know. It just kind of uh, has like a natural evolution. Hmm. So, I, I mean, I, I would just call Guts mm. all of them. So, yeah, all of them, I suppose. I, I do like uh, getting episodes from the United States mixed in with episodes of Global Guts so I can get a little <laughs> feeling of everybody. It's like a know? fine wine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, I also, my number four is Guts. Wow. And let me be very Jeez. clear. <laughs> All American guts. Oh, wow. <laughs> I want any what? of that global stuff. <laughs> I want I, I want to see what our own US product <laughs> is. <laughs> Kids from the US. Uh, guts 1992 to 1996 hosted by Michael Malley and Mo. Uh, their banter is a treasure. It uh, is. The, the great Beautiful. 
great chemistry between the two. So I kind of agree. Like Mike's strength is definitely calling the events. I mean, he's so excited. Um, but really, like I think they balance each other in a way. So absolutely. Going through, but we got our winner right here. Give me some skin on that one. Nice job on that one. How did it feel to be flying like that? Great. Beautiful thing. Yes. <laughs> you were gonna say something. Go ahead. It just felt like flying. I I I almost fear what guts would have been without Mo. Yeah, this is oh, just yeah. Mike unhinged. <laughs> Rolling around on the floor screaming. <laughs> Diving into the pool to tell the times. Um, so, uh, great chemistry between those two. The challenges are often very uh, maddening to watch, yeah. but fun yes. in that way. Um, where I, I would not have wanted to be the kid myself, uh, but you know, I just it was fun to see if yeah. they could do it. You know, the common comparison, it's kids gladiators. Mm-hmm. Um I sometimes wish that the show had more than three people competing because there's mm. certain episodes where it's over before it begins. I mean, there are kids who like can't get on the scoreboard barely, and the aggro cag's almost a non-factor. Exactly. There, there yeah. are a few ones like that, but uh, there's usually one kid that's just, you know, he's the sports <laughs> kid, and yeah. the other kids aren't, and yeah. he's <laughs> yeah, killing them. John the Jaguar. Um, but, uh, a couple things I noted, um, is, uh, I wanted to see what courses appeared on all four seasons. Hmm. Uh, so our most famous, um, and of course there's the basic training obstacle, which would be, um, where it's a whole bunch of like obstacles to get over climbing the, uh, the ropes, uh, like the rope wall and I don't call no? it training. No. Well, they called it basic training, oh. but it was really just like getting over hmm. walls and cl- crawling through okay. stuff. I do recall that long, th- like when they crawled through the uh, the, like wire, the rubber, rubber bands, bands, the rubber bands yeah. which look like the yeah. most painful experience <laughs> yeah. on earth. Yeah, uh, there's boogie down, bullseye, of course the aggro crag. You know how tall the aggro crag was? Um, I don't. Eight hundred seventy-three feet. Tall? Oh. Yeah. That's like. <laughs> are you serious? That's like a skyscraper. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is going to crush your child. <laughs> this is going <laughs> to. Oh All right, it's, it's let's, a... hear it. let's hear it. What is it? It's 28 feet. 28 <laughs> feet. God. <laughs> wow. Oh, all right. Jeez. It's not an actual amount. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it did. They they were they they talk about they were actually able to like uh take it apart, reassemble it. They said it would take almost a month though to like really? take it apart. It, about 20 people to do it. Uh, <laughs> 20 uh, people working 40 hours a week to to disassemble the heck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was free kick, which is that soccer game where they're on the bungees uh, trying to get okay. into the goal. Really not fun. I recall the bungees yeah. quite often. <laughs> yes. Uh, invisible boat where they're <laughs> kayaking oh, in that man, tiny that's like... <laughs> in that tiny pool. That's uh, a nightmare event. Yes. It's just... uh, top top, over the top, and uh, white water. Another anything in the pool. <laughs> I, I wish I could fast forward through. Uh, and then the reason... The, <laughs> the pool is the best. <laughs> oh, yes. As, Jace, as Jason noted last week, anything with water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then the reason the show was invented in the first place was the event uh, Slam Dunk, where the kids were on bungees and got to bounce yep. and slam it. You mean you mean to tell me that that was the entire concept of the show to yes. begin with? Yes, the idea it's that kids could, the kids could slam dunk. <laughs> Uh, the ex- the executive at the network at the time like really envisioned a show where kids could like do like impossible <laughs> sport feats. <laughs> so okay, so number four, yeah. very good. Um, number three, moving on is Nick Arcade. We've talked about it at length. Um, I can't think of much I would add. Uh, <laughs> he, he had a whole list of things. Well, we yeah, yeah, yeah. we went to, over it. Yeah, uh, I believe Super Ghouls and Ghosts also appeared on there, which I liked. Oh yeah, you're uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like the the villains, like how the video drum had the yeah. bat, like ultimate bad guy that you're fighting yeah. off against mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but just I knew even as a kid, I knew being in that video zone was nothing. I mean, I, it, the way the kids were moving, like I you know. could just tell it was. <laughs> that they weren't having fun <laughs> that they didn't know what was going on it was just you know swiping at everything in their way but it was entertaining for that reason so yeah. sure. All yeah. right. so uh, anyway i liked video games a lot too so that helped yeah. me like this show as a kid yeah. mm-hmm. and you liked fillmore yes i i'm a fan of fillmore cool cool awesome uh my number three is uh, wild and crazy kids which uh we spoke about earlier but uh so yeah, um, I think what gets me for this for this show, I just love that opening scene with the guitar chugging. <laughs> it's like one of the coolest, <laughs> like just, oh, man. just so cool. Let's just hear it. Yeah, that's rocking. And, I mean, how can you beat that? You got to be amped up. Uh, and then another thing, I mean, when I watched this show, I thought of it as like a really cool like camp out, like a camp retreat or a really cool gym class where every game that you played was just like 100% cooler because you'd be playing baseball and you have moon shoes on or, um, you know, <laughs> everything that you were doing was just really neat. Uh, I liked that the hosts were kids because I could easily relate huh. as a yeah. kid. I guess they were kids. Uh, I didn't think of them yeah. as kids at yeah. the time. They're definitely younger, yeah. Yeah, yeah there were three kids. And uh, going back, uh, I watched it as an adult. And, I mean, they did a great job as kids. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sucker for guests. So um, one of the guests that I loved was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. Another young actor that was on this show before he was famous was Tobey Maguire, mm. which uh, I thought was pretty mm-hmm. cool. That's uh, how he... Got the Spider-Man role. Yeah, Probably. They saw yeah. his agility. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that boy in those moon shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, other guests were uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who was, you know, the biggest thing back then. So yeah. hot. Mark Summers. Hmm. Mark Summers was a guest. So, oh. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. I also really love the idea that there's no prizes because these kids just wanted hmm. to go and have fun. There was nothing yeah. never given to them to at the before. end of it. It's just a great time. Love of the game. Games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, love of the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you had mentioned prior, uh, I think on your favorite guest episode, that the cast of Salute Your Shorts too, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that was a okay. great one. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you ever go to camp as a kid? I went to a camp called Blue Rock Camp, and I was a little older. I went with my friend, and we were like 15, and we went to like, it was just, they were kind of just having us do chores the entire time. 
And I called my mom and said, can you come and get us? So, so yeah, we slept there one night. She came and get us, and uh, we played, like, Halo the rest of the night. Hmm. Good, good camp experience. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, so I never went to camp, but I guess I guess I was always envisioning this yeah. camp. So. I wonder if they still play those weird games in gym class, like with the huge ball. The huge ball, and yeah. And, like, the, the uh, parachute. Mm-hmm. Or walking like a crab. Don't know. No, no, <laughs> no one has any insight that. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number three. Me and Max are in sync. Wow, really? In sync is your number three? That's not even a show. That's a <laughs> band. <laughs> yep, in sync. Uh, uh, bye, bye, baby. Or <laughs> bye, 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 bye. <laughs> <laughs> We're going off the rails. The, the wheels are falling off. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let me just say it. Wild and Crazy Kids ran from 1990 nice. to 1992. Um, this might be the show Wild I most, most identify with Summertime. Uh, yeah. 90s Nick, I think of Wild and Crazy Kids. Um, the vibrant colors, the, the soaring rock anthem that is the theme song. Um, and the games, I like that the games seemed relatable, like stuff we would play out yeah. in the yard, stuff you could just pick up anywhere and just kind of try. Uh, that's what it seemed like. They were just inventing games yeah. on the spot. Um, and I do have some evidence to back that up. Uh, it, was a, <laughs> it was a game show that was simple. Uh, and so, as I said, I got some more Clickstein facts. Uh, boy from from some of the hosts here so this is some stuff they said about wild and crazy kids um first uh annette lesser uh Man, who was annette? well she was one of the hosts oh. they had several uh female hosts yeah. um she said the type of stuff we did on wild and crazy kids was fun for any kid at the time producer richard richard crystal who is Billy Crystal's brother and is a clone of him, except for being lanky and narrow, specifically asked me if I was into sports. And I said, I didn't play football or anything like that, but it was very exciting because it was new stuff every week, stuff I had never heard of before that they just randomly make up. One week we were on donkeys playing basketball and another we'd be on trampolines or something else. Um, and then the Clickstein book also mentions, uh, this is from Donnie Jeffcoat, uh, Double Dare was in a studio, Guts was in a studio, Nick Arcade was in a studio, so it was a real challenge for our production company on Wild and Crazy Kids, which was on location, to keep it together. It's one of the things I like about the show. Uh, the production company did a pretty good job, but there were some times when they really pushed our hours as young people. It was one of these things where I'd grow, I'd show up, and they'd go, this game is going to work just like this, and this will explode at this time, and it'll be, and it would just end up being a complete major failure. We'd have to, a lot of times, have backup games planned, which always threw the day off. We'd shoot two shows a week. It was a lot for everybody. Hmm. So, uh, sounds like a demanding schedule. Wow. I and never would have imagined I would have thought one day an episode, but oh, I guess I was yeah. way off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, the games were fun. I, I, I have some of the games here. Oh. Well, let's, let's hear them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dizzy Bat Home Run Derby. Oh, I remember that one. That's where they faced the adults? Yeah, oh, yeah the adults yeah. would have to spin before they were allowed to hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, three-legged soccer, where, of course, you know, you're roped mm. to someone's leg. Um, splash football, where the kids would have to dive off the uh, diving board, and a professional quarterback, Rodney Pete, would throw the footballs to the kids. As they were... <laughs> Again, this is just stuff you can do with your buddies, even if you don't have an NFL quarterback. 
Um, <laughs> bumper boat lacrosse, which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, I mean, this when I was making the list, Wild and Crazy Kids was the one that moved the most all over the place. Mm-hmm. But this set it at number three, which was mm-hmm. about as high as I could put it. Um, donkey basketball, uh, where the kids pl- play basketball on donkeys. Uh, <laughs> that's 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 a game changer. <laughs> Uh, there's also giant games of Simon Says, Red Light, Green Light, which they retitled uh, Red Pie, Green Pie. And if you were caught, you know, after Red Light, you get hit with a pie. Cops and Robbers uh, played on the set of Miami Vice. Also very cool. A tug of war pitting three professional res- wrestlers against a team of kids. I, I remember that one. You get dragged in the mud if, if you didn't win. Um, a massive game of Twister. Human Space Invaders. Human Battleship. Um, so a lot of really just like fun, simple games. Yeah. I and mean, it always felt like the show was moving. Yeah, it never that's felt true. slowed down by trivia or anything yeah. like that. That, n- that nonsense. <laughs> well, number two. Now we're getting serious. Figure it out. Yeah, we stopped. We stopped the clock. We're okay. gonna start it up again. Irene, yes or no questions? Um does <laughs> Ready? Have, go. Does it have to do with speaking? Uh, judges? No. No. Irene. Oh, uh, did you do it at a world event? Here comes the straight brigade. She's gonna act it out. Shut up, Clues. She sing the national anthem at the World Series. <gasps> you did it! Yeah. I love every second of it. This was one that I liked even when it was on. Uh, Summer Sanders, the host, mm-hmm. as you know, and uh, Lori Beth Denberg, my favorite guest panelist. Uh, oh, man, it, everything about it was good. The guest panels were funny. It was great to see kids' dreams like shattered, kind of. I mean, it was kind of depressing, but <laughs> it was kind of great at the same time. Uh, <laughs> and each episode felt kind of different, since every kid had a different thing. It was really, really kind of, uh, I don't know, like all the like in-between question stuff was always different. Um, and you got to see people from other Nickelodeon shows on this one kind of be like their normal selves, so that's kind of interesting. Um, so that's two, number two. That's awesome. Uh, I'm gonna, just gonna go right into mine because mine is yeah. the same. Figure it nice. out. Nice. Number two, um, Summer Sanders. I mean, just all American. You gotta <laughs> love her. She's just awesome. Such a great host. Um, and I think. This is the one that had the uh, the game board of the purple head with the moving eye, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, a very important message from Figure It Out's Billy the Answer Head. Billy helps you figure it out. Today at 6, 5 Central, only on Nick. And I just love the idea of the... Uh, the slime rule? The secret slime rule? Yes. Where, it. like, uh, it's kind of like that game where you're, um, where you're playing it with your friends and um, you make a rule where you can't, like, touch your nose or something and then you have to you know do something uh but anyways so yeah so yeah there would always be that thing where you know if somebody looks left they just keep getting slammed and they don't know what they're doing um the panel was awesome because it was uh danny temborelli amanda Bynes, Lori beth dumberg uh and then they had a ton of awesome guests which i talked about earlier i just love guests uh i'll just run through a few aaron carter chris jericho carrot top uh, <laughs> Jack Hanna. You didn't lead with character. <laughs> uh, Penny Hardaway, who's one of my oh, all-time favorite yeah. basketball players really for cool. the Orlando, Orlando Magic. Yeah. Richard Simmons is another, <laughs> and uh, and then the Giants from a few wrestlers in there. Yeah. So they were uh, always having really cool guests on there, which is probably why it always feels a little bit different. Is because yeah. they'd always switch up that panel with those with those core people. Yeah. 
So I think that's an awesome pick, yeah. Uh, Mark Wiener, also a Nickelodeon <laughs> yeah. guest star. Yeah. Surprising, because I think Wienerville was, like, long gone at this point. So suddenly you see Mark Wiener, yeah. it's like, whoa, yeah. where, where Ke- did you come and, from? And Kevin from all that. Oh, yeah. Kevin. Who was on a lot. Yeah. He was on a lot. Um, was pretty good. Yeah. I, I wasn't a big fan of all uh Figure It Out. Um, what? Besides really? my, like, four-month crush on Summer Sanders. Yes. I think she uh, might be my first <laughs> older woman crush. Yeah, yeah, where you knew that she was too old for you. Yes, but something about her. There was something. <laughs> she was hosting a show on, on a channel I watched. I, <laughs> um, I never I, had a crush on Mo though. Oh, know. yeah. yeah. Uh, I, it did, the show just never worked for me. It just felt a little flat. Hmm. I, I don't really oh, like when flat. people... The show, the last yeah, just a lot of people it. sitting guessing, and I also, you know, something I was thinking about is I felt like a little alienated by the fact that these characters, who like little Pete, Danny, Danny Tamborelli, yeah. I didn't really like his persona on Figure It Out, and so sometimes it like hurt for me to watch it. Oh, like, boy. Um, <laughs> and and Lori Beth, we've been through this. Uh, she's just a dream killer uh, yeah, on Figure It Out, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and also, these kids' talents are. A talent is a stretch. In some of these cases, it... still, what would you? Have okay, let me rebuke that. As a kid, let me tell you who was on this show. <laughs> okay, before Kids? they became huge. Okay, a country singer named Chris Haynes. Hayes. Hmm. Chris Hayes, one of the biggest know. country stars in the world right now. Oh, okay, I'm not a big country. Yeah. <laughs> you guys Anyways, <laughs> Chris Hainsley, I think his name was. I'll believe you. Anyways. He's the biggest country star like in the world, so I'm told. Hmm. And he played. What about Garth uh, Brooks? He played the uh, accordion Accord. and sang at the same time. But come on. I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was kind of stretching. Who else? Do you have someone else? No, that's uh, the only. The only <laughs> I, I was like waiting for like and David Blaine <laughs> levitated. <laughs> I remember one that was total. I didn't believe it. It was a kid that was really good at the claw machine. Yeah. I was like, there's no way you could just be good at it because, you know, <laughs> like normally the claw doesn't claw hard enough to get your item. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the best talent I can remember from. All right. Up. All right. All I mean, right. they kind of just had all that star power on there and I probably, they yeah. probably just, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun yeah. show. Just I, not a big fan of the panel. I, come on. I, panel Lori shows. Beth? I don't know. No. Yeah, the slime. Danny was annoying. Kel was annoying. Oh, boy. All the, right. The whole crew. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> the slime was so good. <laughs> cannot wait for it. All right. Well, figure it out to make my list. But my number... Uh, wait, before I go, anything else you wanted to... Uh, I just think you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, no I could it. be. I could be. Um, my number two, specifically, is Family Double Dare. Um, Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, 1988... <laughs> 1993 there's no doubt our guest last week jason would have been allowed to watch family double dare uh, <laughs> uh it had a very fast pace uh, mark summers is a great host he really like shucks and jives on the show he's really like in his element he's making quick jokes that the kids don't understand harvey's a great commentator really fun <laughs> um the array 
The array of events and the obstacle courses are really, really fun and memorable. Uh, a lot of like pieces from the final obstacle that like to this day I kind of really vividly remember. Give me one. Um, Throw out a couple. The nose, uh, picking picking the flag okay. on the nose, sliding uh, down, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. sliding down yeah. into the huge pie, yeah. the ear. Okay, um, yeah, all that is okay. Good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was hoping <laughs> you were going to be able to come up. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, I liked, I mean, I, the physical challenges actually weren't my favorite, I liked it better, the reason I picked Family Double Dare is because I liked that the parents were there to kind of, when it was just four ten-year-olds facing each other, a lot of it was like, I don't know the answer to this, so, physical challenge, and I actually didn't like the physical challenges very much, so I liked that the parents were there a little bit to at least be like, it's Tom yeah. Cruise, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. so that it wasn't nonstop like terrible physical challenges every sixty seconds. So I like the parent element. It also like the kids you could tell were kind of embarrassed to be with their parents, which was kind of a, I think fun to play off of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it felt like a show that really moved. Mark's a great host, and I think those final obstacles, it was a real rush watching them try to get through those final obstacles. Okay. Like you're screaming, like the flag's right there, just reach up, uh, just. Had everything I wanted out of a kids' game show. Let's wish him luck, audience. Cheer him on. On your mark. Get set. Go. Let's go. Okay, go on down. Get the flag. Go ahead. Now you come on the other side. Here you go. She's got to swing across. Get the flag. Go ahead. Go up the slide. You come over here. Grab it as soon as he comes down. Good job. Okay, you're up on the flat platform. You got 48 seconds. Come on down the slide. Hurry up. Good job. Stand up and get the flag. There you go. Go get it. Come on with me. She's got to go through peanuts. Here's the flag, pass it on. All right, come on over here. Dive in there. Get that flag, get the flag. All right, you come on over here. Go across with Icy Strike. Hurry up, we got 29 seconds. Come on over here. Get the flag, get that flag, pass it on. Okay, step on it. Get it, get it. Yeah, you go across, no, no, you get on there. No, you get on there, just get on there. Push him up. We got it, we got it, we got it. Nice job. Come on over here. 45 seconds. You did it in 45 seconds. Is that right? Something like that. We're close. Harvey, tell them what gifts they've won. Mark, they've each won the Garfield phone, the uh, sweats, the skateboard, the Toys R Us gift certificate, the Watchman, the CD player, the VCR, and their own car a prize package worth over $2,300. Uh, I have one criticism right off the bat, okay. which is, um, if you pay attention now, like, a lot of the questions, the first two questions maybe will be real softballs, and then the last question will be something, like, nobody could possibly get, just to force you into the physical challenge, you know? Yeah, of course. Just kind yeah. of, like, all right, I get it, I get it, but yeah. it's annoying did, to see now. Did they run at the same time, or was it Double Dare, and then they created Family Double Dare? Yeah, they now? started with Double Dare, then they went to Family, and then it was Double Dare 2000, which is just another yeah. version of Family Double Dare. But okay. um, this is a also a game-changing show for Nickelodeon, uh, so it it said that when Double Dare premiered, it tripled Tripl- the ratings. Yeah. Mm. Tripled wow, the ratings. I, yeah, well, I saw that. Triple the, <laughs> triple the ratings until you find out all the shows that were on before this, and then you're like, oh. I see. <laughs> but either way, I think I think I think you can the, credit now. Ten people are watching. You can show. credit Double Dare for kind of the explosion of all these other yeah, game shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. I, I and I like I like the studio a lot. Um, just the look of it felt really like bright and 
different yeah. than any other kind of game show on the network. Mm-hmm. Um, as promised, I have a few more Clickstein facts. Okay. Ooh, here Lucky, we go. You lucky people out there. That floor did seem really slippery on Double Dare. That was one thing. When like the, the slime or whatever yes. was on the ground and they were slipping all over the place. Yes, they, they definitely noted that. Alright, so some some really fast, some Double Dare facts. As you just mentioned, uh, it was said that with early Double Dare, the studio would start stinking by Thursday with all the rotten food on the floor and everything. Uh, Jerry Laybourne said, who was actually the president of Nickelodeon, uh, she was like pretty much the person that brought it into its golden age. Uh, she said, the first day that we shot, I'm sitting in the bleachers and the set is so spectacular. The kids had never seen anything like this. The doors open, the kids come in. It was electric. I had never seen so many little kids swear in my life. It was fan- it was fantastic. Um, and then we also had uh, something here from uh, Bob Mittenthal, uh, who's a another Nickelodeon legend. He says Double Dare was a pretty smart set design. It was really designed to look like a bathroom. The glass brick walls, the tile flo- uh, the tile esque floors, and so on. Uh, and then finally, uh, Mark, Sum- Mark Summers mentioned specifically about Family Double Dare that it could be pretty intense. He said, in Family Double Dare, we had parents who would pin their kids up against the wall. Quote, <laughs> quote, I needed that car and you screwed it up. They'd, gra- they'd grab the kid by the neck. We'd have to separate the parents from the kids. Oh um, and, uh, you know, Harvey, when Harvey goes on to say a lot of stuff would get revealed there. We could really see sometimes what didn't look like a good relationship. I'd feel bad for the kids. But, of course, there wasn't anything we could do except try to make the kid feel better in that one moment. And send the wow. parents to jail. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah, so, that's that's nuts. Yeah. I can't... I just can't, can't imagine getting that worked up on well, a this is, kids' uh, game show. This is the uh, passions that Family Double Dare evoke, that's and that's true. why it's my number right. two. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> Well, here we are. Here we are. At number one. The big oh my one. Gosh. I have a feeling we all might have the same number one, even. Oh, I, kind I of hope so. Well. It's very um, unorthodox for me to pick this, but I'm going to say, say Legends let's say of, it the, Legends of the Fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Very good. Very okay. good. <laughs> um, now, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh is that yours? That's mine as well. And yeah. it's mine as well. So uh, let's just chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's. It's. <laughs> I mean, it's. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I think it's kind of the definitive Nickelodeon game show. Finally, um, I think it kind of had elements from other shows, like the physical elements of Double Dare and Guts, almost, mm-hmm. but also um, the Olmec part, which like where they're answering questions mm-hmm. about Olmec story, which was made it a little educational almost yeah. and it's fast right. enough yeah. it doesn't yeah. take yes, long yes yes yeah. um but they just upped everything like multiple notches and uh especially the temple is just like a <laughs> work part really it's i mean it's yeah. unbelievable yeah. It really that is. they went that far yes uh, it, it still like amazes me today and that's the well, I still, I guess the Agro Keg is pretty similar, but like both of those in my mind were like, I wanted to go on those. The other shows I didn't really care about that much, but those I was like, I want to just go through that final obstacle. Yeah. You know? um, 
And the temple was just so... <laughs> it felt like there were so many nooks and crannies to yes, explore. Yeah, like, yes. you could never really see everything. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it was just designed so well and, like, so uh, stylistically. Like, it didn't look real exactly, yeah. but it was, like, that weird... Um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, at one of the Disney's, there's there they had for a while like a Honey I Shrunk the Kids like park where everything was like big I've around been there. it. You, okay, yeah, it was kind of like that in my mind, yeah. you know, where you like you get to experience this yeah. weird surreal thing. Except they couldn't really, you know, in retrospect, they're not enjoying it because they're going so yes. fast. But yeah. really, as a spectator, I was enjoying oh, yeah. watching it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know about the host so much. I mean, I, I like him. Mm -hmm. I like Kirk Fogg, but Michael Malley beats him out a little bit. But I still like. Him. Okay. Did he I always come down on a rope? Um, <laughs> I know. I've, I watched a, quite a few episodes. Came down on a rope. Like when he enters to host the show, he would come in on a rope swing. Hmm. Um, and then center stage. No? So, so I think I've, I've heard him talk about this, uh, that they filmed it once of him swinging, saying, like, whatever, welcome to Legends. Oh, really? And then it cuts away, if you notice, and then it's like him, he'll dub in, like, whatever that episode. Oh, uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, because he said for insurance reasons, uh, uh, Nickelodeon wouldn't let him swing while Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, him, along with um, Mark Summers, seemed like, thinking back now, seemed like the most competent of the hosts. Like, mm. as far as, like, just keeping things together and on track. Yes. Like, they were not fooling He's around. He's the conductor. Yes. Yes. Um... And, and that seems like a particularly hard show to... It seems like there's so much switching around yeah. and changing, oh, yeah. of a, changing of scenery that it really takes a steady hand like Kirk. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I really love about this show that it really transports the viewer to a different world. Yeah. I mean, right from the get-go, the opening credits, it's a first-person view and you're in the jungle looking mm -hmm. around. And then yeah, you hear you, those birds. Yeah, and then you yeah. find Olmec, and he starts. He welcomes you to the temple. Yeah, and then you're there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think it's Yeah, I think it's so great. Uh, <laughs> another another thing I really loved about the show is that um, not everybody goes to the final. Like uh, yeah. when you watch Guts, yeah. exactly. the three people that start are all at the last round. Whereas yeah. this. They're weaning people off. Yes. And yeah. it's actually a competition. I, I think that's I great. do like it as a viewer, but I always imagine, man, if I was on the show, I'd be pretty upset but then, if I didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, but then the... you're amped up to get there and you're yeah, training. I, I mean, you know, like you're like, okay, I got to go through that moat at first, so let's, <laughs> let's train for this. And I don't know. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, another thing that I liked were the, the team names. Oh, yes, really yes, of course. Bad, bad butt. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. What? Is that a term? For bad, yeah, not like BA, but bad butt. <laughs> <laughs> and, did you, uh, nice. and Max, did you have a favorite team? Uh, uh, no, I didn't have a favorite team. I had a least favorite team. Oh. For uh, the Purple Parrots. Oh, okay. That's Brett's favorite team. Oh, really? I mean... <laughs> It's just not very scary. Oh. <laughs> My <laughs> like, least favorite is definitely the silver snakes. You said that. Oh, really? Yeah. Have I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I guess I hate them more than I even thought. <laughs> <laughs> You're a blue barracuda guy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Are they all predators? I'm afraid I don't remember your <laughs> I've never really committed to one because oh. I just didn't... Um, yeah, I never felt like particularly... I, orange iguana has always interested me um, just mm. as a thing. Orange yeah, right. yeah. uh, but um, no, I, I wouldn't say I had a team. Red Jaguar is kind of cool. Yeah, is there a green? Yeah, monkey. Oh. Green monkey. Yeah. Yeah.
There he goes. He's running a 440 pretty well. Can he make it without getting caught by a temple guard? Or will he find another half pendant? Into the Hugging Idols, where he's then going into the monkeys. He's going to have to put the monkeys together. What has he got? He's got it. Put the monkey together. There he goes. He's got the base of it. He's got a minute 17 left. Got to get it in the right position, that monkey. That silver monkey. He's got the head. He presses it down. He's got to open a door. Which door opens? It's the room of the three, four torches. It's the torch room. He's going to take the elevator down. And there he goes down into the mine shaft where the cannonball awaits. He's got his eye on that cannonball. He doesn't think that elevator's ever going to get down there. And he's down. He's got the cannonball. Now he's got to find his way back. There he goes. He goes up the mine shaft, back into the torch room. Oh, he's heading into the shrine of the silver monkeys. He's in the shrine. He's got to find his way back with 30 seconds left into the center of the, up to the obver, observatory. Uh-oh. Could cost him some valuable time. And he's heading for the pit of despair. What will he do? The despairing pit. Into the pit he goes. He's got 14 seconds. Will he make it? He's going to be close. Here he goes. Yeah. Well, there you have it. I think that <laughs> I would be in, I will be interested to hear what uh, our Twitter followers have to say mm. about their favorite game shows. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Legends swept this. I yeah. wonder if they feel the same way or what. I have a question. What do you guys think about the difficulty level of the questions that Olmec a- asks? Now they're super easy. As a kid, I actually <laughs> maybe i don't know how hard i was trying but i was not able to follow them yeah same when i was a kid i thought they were very tough because they're all history i mean yeah you probably are good at that but i'm i'm not sure i caught as a kid quite the concept that all the answers were within what all mac just said you thought like he gave him a little story and it's like all right hot shot yeah. <laughs> let's go beyond See? the textbook <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the steps of knowledge are actually, I think, much more enjoyable as an adult. Watching yeah. these kids kind of like guess before he's even. That's the other thing. Uh, D D Bradley Baker, I think, is who does the voice of Olmec. Mm-hmm. Um, you can almost sense in his voice sometimes uh, if a kid like cuts him off before he's <laughs> yeah. done, and the kid gets it wrong, he'll be like, kind of resume, like, okay, hey, <laughs> you little jerk. Um, so, um, just a great all-around show. I think yeah. really from top to bottom, it's great pacing, great concept, good teams. Uh, you know, the temple is... We talked about this on Versus. Agro, I I do think... I just never wanted to do the aggro crag. I, I didn't mind watching it, but it looked exhausting to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and those harnesses look so uncomfortable 
that I never wanted hmm. to do the aggro. I wanted a piece of the aggro crag, but I never wanted to do <laughs> yeah. the aggro crag. A literal piece, not a right. metaphorical. Yeah, thing. yeah. I'm a real millennial. I want I want the reward without any of the work. Um, <laughs> if you're up 800 feet in the air, you need a harness, though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Uh, you might need a breathing apparatus. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, so just, it just, uh, the temple looked like unforgettable. I'd give me, I would give anything to do that, the Shrine of the Silver Monkey. My only criticism uh, of the temple is when, occasionally when the piece that you had to collect was way at the end of the temple and it's just impossible to get back. Agreed. Uh, uh, which we already, we yeah, now know. we've talked about You guys it. talked about it. It's just, kind of like a budget thing. Yes, yeah, right? it would be decided yeah. almost beforehand whether it was possible or not. Man. Yeah, so... Them's the breaks. Yeah. Them's the lists. Do we do we want to recap real fast? Uh, five through one through five. Okay. Five through one. Uh, mine were guts, wild and crazy kids, Nick Arcade, figured out, and number one legends. Very good. Mine coming in at five was what would you do? Four is guts. Three wild and crazy kids. Two figure it out. One legends. Mm, only what would you do appearance? Yeah. yeah. Uh, five, Nick Arcade, four, Guts, three, Wild and Crazy Kids, two, Family Double Dare, and one, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Hmm. Uh, Family Double Dare, another, uh, wrench thrown into things. <laughs> Not sure where that one came well, from. Well, you, you, no, I, you wanted the specificity. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I, I, I like that you often have at least one that I can't even believe is on your list. <laughs> Uh, okay. Why don't we do close calls? Uh, yeah, uh, this was easy. Double dare for me. Uh, you know, just double dare. We talked about it. Yes. Well, the original. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mine was also double dare. Mm. Oh. I I just really love that Mark Summers just kind of seemed like myself if I were to be thrown into a hosting show where he just didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> I mean, I really got that feeling where, like, he'd, like, bring out one of the, uh, the physical challenges, and he'd be like, oh, what's this? And, like, it just yeah, it didn't yeah. seem like he was really... He was discovering what was coming it, yeah. along with you. Yeah. Uh, so I thought he handled it greatly, yeah. and, I mean, that's why he was such a Nick staple. Also, uh, as we know, Mark Summers had that, uh, like, cleanliness thing mm-hmm. uh-huh. going on, so that makes him even more, like... Of an interesting person to me. I'm like, how did you yeah. manage all this? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Now a big producer on Food Network. I've heard oh, that, wow. yeah. yeah. He yeah. pretty much produces everything on wow. it. Yeah. Um, my close call was Finders Keepers. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. Go ahead. All right. Go on. Uh, first, the, uh, you, did you watch it? Yes, okay. I'm aware of it. Okay, <laughs> so the... the if we're going to talk about hosts, we got to talk about Wesley Err, uh, who is just totally unhinged, having as much fun as the kids are on the show. Like, this guy looks like he maybe, like, did, like, cocaine before they shot. Like, he was off the walls. Uh, th- also, the audience on Finder's Keeper is off. <laughs> I-, I wrote down here, it really seems like the whole audience chugged a gallon of Kool-Aid before they started filming. Because the whole thing, they're just, like, hyper. Um, I think this show does a good job of kind of what we talked about with Legends, which is... There's a lot of different type of events happening all the time, and the big thing, which the house, going through the house, digging through the rooms, to me, that felt like a really fun event. If I was a kid, I'd love going through those rooms and kind of tearing them apart. That felt like a 
like just inept version of the temple. Like this is like what you would do if you had no clue what you're doing. This is the first time ever. It felt messier. It felt grittier. It was crazy though. You know, this yeah. house is huge and it they'd say big. something like find Fine. a key. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. This is an entire house filled with just crap. But, but you, but you wouldn't have fun just tearing stuff apart. Yes, I would. Yeah, but it was just there was no way for these kids to win. Yeah, sometimes they didn't. No. Okay. <laughs> One of the things I didn't like about it is in the house, um, the camera style. It fo- it was handheld, <laughs> yes, and so was. it felt so herky jerky. <laughs> like I, I, I remember feeling like I was going to get nauseous watching this because like the camera guys yeah. just all over the place. So that was something I didn't like about it. Um, but I think. People maybe should give this show another chance. For it's, me, it's like right uh, that and think fast are like neck and neck <laughs> for like the same type of ridiculous. Nobody knows what's going on on I, this show. I agree. I think the house is the difference. Like think fast doesn't yeah, have that. It's not thing. They're they're uh, it was um, lockers. Yeah, on think fast. Not quite as great as the house. No, I'm not even close. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. All right. Well, uh, let's do Ferguson. Yeah. Right. Um, this was easy for me. It was make the grade. Yeah. Uh, just nothing. <laughs> nothing that made me want to watch more than a few minutes of it. Uh, I don't remember it. And it was pretty, like, unremarkable when I saw it recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, I was kind of torn between Make the Grade and, uh, which you guys put on your list is Nick Arcade for me. Whoa. Um, which, which is, okay, no, 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 no. So I'm going to go with that first one. But um, the thing with Nick Arcade for me was just, I know you guys said it seemed like they switched it up a lot, but for me it just seemed a little monotonous. Like, hmm. it just, hmm. I... I felt like I just kept watching the same thing over. Did you like and video games when you? Were I love video games, and I think that I. So I I remember it. The reason I don't I don't make it like a complete Ferguson is because when I look at my childhood, I remember those levels and those kids playing it. But then I went back and watched them all as an adult, and I just I couldn't get past. I knew what was going on behind that like that green screen. Like those kids were not <laughs> having much fun, and I just couldn't get past that. But but I wouldn't call it a Ferguson. I don't know. It, I guess that would be almost. You just a, did. Yeah. All right. Make the grade. Um, That's okay. Right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I talked. Make the grade. You changing? You can. I mean, yeah, I don't know. We're not. I, don't, judging I really didn't here. have a Ferguson. Well, I didn't. I didn't come here having a Ferguson. Okay. So okay. I, I'm not really gonna. Make you didn't like either of those two, really, though. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I like. I yeah. I liked uh, Nick Arcade a, a, a little bit more. But, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> uh, my. There, I have two Fergusons here. Oh, boy. Well, okay. I said I'd only do one yes, close call. Yes, Ferguson, I think that was... <laughs> okay, okay. My definitive, my definitive yeah. Ferguson is definitely Euron. Wow. Um, huh. Which is the video show yeah. that um, Phil Moore hosted, later 90s. And it's very much just like footage on the Orlando lot where people are dared to go up to people mm-hmm. and do something in order to win prizes. And I just... It was kind of my problem with What Would You Do too. I liked What Would You Do, but I didn't like i just didn't like when they would cut to the lot it felt weird to me when they cut out of the studio and you could tell it was like pre-film footage hmm. um i didn't enjoy that and you're on the like gags are really weak uh, it's 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 like the worst version of what would you do 
Okay. Yeah, I, I like I that, that lot stuff, personally. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe partly because I'm thinking, if if I was there on the lot, maybe I could be on this show. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. It I just like reminded me how I wasn't going to Disney ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, make the Grade was very close. Boy, was that show stationary. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, it was, <laughs> as a kid, there's no way on earth I'd ever no. watch a full episode of Make the Grade. <laughs> No. No, no, right? no like, yeah. That's, that's um, a reasonable statement. I didn't get through uh, the episode. Yeah. I, 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 I only visited and I... You were like, I'm... Yeah, I was just, like, okay, you know, I'm just not even going to mention Not this. in consideration. Yeah. The only show we haven't talked about is Get the Picture. Um, uh, yeah. Who is the host of Get the Picture? Uh, Get the Picture is Mike O'Malley, his first oh, hosting yes. job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that uh, really old? That for a second. Is that... Um, no? It's early 90s. Early 90s? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, the jumpsuits are really cool. The kids yeah. get to wear yellow and red yeah. jumpsuits. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched that. I, I would say Michael Malley's the best part about this show. Yeah, he is very... Uh, he's actually... He's more controlled, but he's still funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the whole idea of just staring at a board, guessing the picture is... Yeah. yeah. It's almost like a part of uh, some of these other game shows. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. guess yeah. the picture. That Except it's the like, whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Just very generic. Yeah. Down to the... I mean, the jumpsuits were cool, but they were the same thing every time, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. Right? The, yeah. Yeah. Two colors. Yep, it's just unremarkable it. I mean, it's just, in all yes. ways, really. Yeah, Mark is the... Or I'm sorry. Uh, Mike, Mike is the uh, highlight here. Uh, despite what Max thinks about him. <laughs> no, I, seriously, I think he was such a great host. No, not a host. Great play-by-play. <laughs> but, um, uh, all right. Um, I have a few YouTube comments ah, for this one. Oh, on, a few, on a few different shows that I thought were pretty funny. CJ Odell about Yoran <laughs> said, maybe the show didn't last very long because of its wacky nature. And it uh, just struck me as a ridiculous thing to say because all of these shows are like as wacky as, you know, like that was their whole purpose. Yeah. yeah. To be as wacky as possible. Sounds like he was a big fan. Anyway. Um, T-Bone2004 about Make the Grade said, This is like a kid's version of the 1993 game show Trivial Pursuit, three years before Wink Martindale conceived the concept. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. Uh, Somebody really following up on his game shows. Um, And finally, and I think you'll all... I think you'll know what he what this person's talking about. The sound of perception said about the what would you do intro. It always bothered me as a kid how he didn't get that other whisker evenly. <laughs> wow, very perceptive. Yes, wow. yes. <laughs> That's pretty good. That yeah. is. Oh. Well, we we also wanted to get our old buddy Chris's thoughts on uh, game shows. Oh yeah. Um so <laughs> I, I don't... This might be our f- first call that of uh, the, the new it's year. It's gotta be. Yeah. 2018? I think it yeah. is. I haven't heard anything yet. So, uh, Chris, is, it's been a while. I can't and, wait, uh, because... Boy, <laughs> I just can't. I'm sure he has some yeah. hot takes. Yeah. Uh, so it's time for an all-new segment of Call That. Hello. Hey. 
eight episodes. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Just can't get enough. <laughs> I mean, that's literally how much I got. Two minutes and 21 seconds. That's how much. <laughs> like I, 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 it, was, it was enough. I think I, I, think I get it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, we've certainly been talking a lot about Nick Game Shows. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, Um, well, can I guess yours? <laughs> you can try. <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember, but I have, like, a really good record so far of correctly guessing y'all's stuff. I didn't actually think about this one yet, though. Um, Joey, did you, is your number one Legends? Yes. Okay, so I still got it. <laughs> uh, Andrew... Is your number one? I'm gonna be annoyed if it's guts, but that's too easy. Uh, is it Nick Arcade? Nope. Okay, I'm only gonna guess once. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what was your number one? Legends. Ah, wow. Yeah. Real Benedict Arnold. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, did you give much thought to these shows? <laughs> Yeah, I get, I get, I give it like a really solid, like ten minutes, ten minutes thought. Okay, okay. And here's, uh, I've got, I've got my top ten, if you don't mind. I'm not gonna talk about it or anything. I just want to give. That must cover all of the, all of the available <laughs> yeah. Nickelodeon game shows. Oh, cool. That's what the world. Then I got them all. Okay. Uh, my number ten is Ron. Is oh, you're. <laughs> Okay. Oh, you're okay. on. Yeah. yeah, that was my Ferguson. Yeah. It's the only thing it's got going for it is that it's got. I think it's the same host uh, as Nick Arcade, and that is cool. Yeah, yeah. Phil Moore. Uh, number nine, get the picture. Hmm. Number eight, think fast. Number seven, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh. Number, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like that one. Number six. Uh, family double do number five figure it out number four what would you do number three guts number two gotta make the greatest number kids, one and that leaves Nick Arcade as number one wow, wow. did you say Jeez. finders keepers oh uh, no I didn't have finders keepers on that so I so I got one of these guys on that oh okay uh, yeah. finders keepers let's say it's a seven We'll put Legends, we'll bump, we'll bump it back to eight. <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> what are you... Okay. Is this your whole Boy. Kirk Fogg hang-up, or...? Yeah, I mean, dude, Kirk Fogg is, like, just not my kind of host. Um, I the cargo pants and the, the cargo shorts and the, um... The rule bars is a nice story. I mean, he's practical. <laughs> but, uh... In my, you know, ten minutes of thinking about these... Game shows, all—I mean, game shows are so host. The host is so important mm. to a game show for me. That's what I care about the most. And That's he, true. Now I'm not scared of host. Okay, uh, so you really like Phil more than you picked Nick Arcade yeah. one. Yeah, he's really cool. Like uh, he's—he's um, he's got this like New York accent. Did you guys like notice that? He's like kind of hiding. You could tell he's, mm. you could tell it's thick, and he's kind of like repressing it. He's got a cool accent, and uh, uh, 
you know, from the little that I looked at him, I remember like always looking really cool. And uh, <laughs> he also has a little bit of a goofy. You could tell he's having fun. He's got like a looseness. Yeah. Um, and uh, the looseness is also very important uh, to me. A lot, a lot of good hosts. I mean, Michael Malley, heck of a host. <laughs> we got uh, Mark Summers. You know, you say what you will about Mark Summers, but uh, dude. You know, he can he can hold your attention for a second. Uh, yeah, those are the only ones I remember. <laughs> Why well, crazy kids? I just had his number two because I don't know if you guys have had these experiences. I'm around kids more, but like you know, kids these days, I always see like, especially women or girls, I guess, from the age of like 15 to 22. Right now, I see like I walk down the street, I'm like. Man, that girl looks like she's on Wild and Crazy Kids right now. Like they got this, this like kind of zany, like the, the colors and like patterns I associate with Wild and Crazy Kids, like the just uh you know like the theme song or whatever that, that like cartoony thing is. I feel like it's very irrelevant aesthetic in 2018, and you know wanted to. I think that's uh, you know interesting. Okay. I guess. <laughs> Number two. Um, I. <sighs> I have to say, I would have pegged you as a bigger Figure It Out fan. Uh, can you give me a few words on why that was so low on the list? Oh, it was middle. It was middle. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, honestly, my biggest, other than thinking about the host, the other thing that I thought about, I was just trying to like recall how excited I was to watch them. And I was really young when you know Nick Arcade came out, for example, so... And I thought it was like the coolest thing in the world. Like, hmm. it's not doesn't hold your attention hmm. now, but as well. But like at the time, like I would, that was the one thing I wanted to be on Nickelodeon when I was like six. You know, that was that was the one thing that I was hoping was up next all the time. Which is weird because it's not very good. But anyway, uh, figure it out. Um, I think that the questions are usually dumb. I think the kids. <laughs> Are dumb. Have no charisma. They're all <laughs> That's a good no. good point. Very yeah. low charisma from the kids. And the prizes suck. Yeah. And oh. um, I don't too much worry about Dumber for me. Amen. Hmm. I disagree, but okay. Hey, okay. Chris. Uh, uh, this is Max. I have a question for you. Oh, hey, Max. You're hey. you're the um. I'm the. You're the only person I've never met uh, to be sitting over there. Wow, well, that's that's got to change. Hmm, I just felt a spark. I know. Uh, yeah, so I, I if if, right, if Phil Moore was the host of Legends of the Hidden Temple, where would you place it on your list? Ooh. Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Yeah. I think he and Max is coming out to y'all spots. This is a this is an insight that I watched on the uh, <laughs> podcast. Uh, shoot, I think I mean I think your your question is leading me to the thing that I think you're leading to is that <laughs> or predicting or whatever yeah I think I would like it a lot more I think that I like like I like the nicknames of the teams I like the but it's it's so hard I do like to see the people succeed and I feel like that show has such a low success rate <laughs> yeah. at like the main thing that like it's just so nice it's so satisfying when kids win on these things. So it's still pushing up to like four, probably. Oh, mm. okay. okay. Mm. 
I think that's a good point. I mean, <clears throat> Legends probably of all the shows has the lowest success rate. Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. yeah. The Definitely. kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and like, it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> it's like a bummer, man. Uh, you um, you mentioned guts. Uh, where did you put guts? Number three. And is there a wow. specific? Did you did you prefer like all American guts, global guts? Is, did you have a preference? Um, I think by the time guts guts started going global, I was kind of out of the guts game, so I'm like a little <laughs> less familiar. Okay. But. Um, you know, I'm, I also, uh, appreciate, uh, that we live in a, a global society now. So, uh, I think just conceptually it's cool because you didn't really get that exposure without, you know, the internet and whatnot, um, to other cultures, you know, uh, cause no one's paying attention in history class in, you know, seventh grade. Um, well, depending on your teacher, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that like you get that international kind of flavor. Um, so I think I think well, without watching them, I think I like the global guts. Okay, fair enough. If you um if if we had you guess at how tall the aggro crag is, <laughs> how 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 tall do you think the actual aggro crag is? Oh, uh, ten thousand, twelve thousand feet. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's the size of an actual mountain. The decisions start getting, you know, funny. Can't find those actuators. The actuators themselves don't always actuate. No, but how tall do you think the actual aggro crag was? Like in the studio? Oh, um, yeah, I guess it's probably less tall than a mountain. Um, I did. I guess the point I'm trying to make is it did seem pretty tall to me. Like, <laughs> like my answer was so ridiculous. <laughs> Chris came in. Probably a hundred and it's probably a hundred and seven feet. Oh wow! Okay. You're really, right, you're you're really a, in for you're a surprise. Initially, initially uh, farther off than Andrew. Now you're a little closer. It was twenty-eight feet. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether that makes me like mad at uh, guts or like appreciate guts more because yeah I don't know maybe it's from low camera angles but they really make <laughs> you, you know the kids the kids are it's not something we've talked about but the kids are working like really hard horizontally rather than vertically like yeah. they're going they're really yeah. they're really going side to side on slight angles so I mm -hmm. think mm -hmm. it makes it seem like it takes forever to get to the top when they're really just like running across the mountain or, or uh, whoever designed that you know, did it on a budget and should have gotten a raise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's successful. Yeah. Uh, Double Dare we didn't really ask Chris anything about. I mean, that's kind of like the definite, kind of like the show you imagine when you think of Nickelodeon. Yeah. I, feel like. well, I wonder why that is just because it's the most, what, what makes that the iconic show? Hmm. I mean, I the slime, the look of it. It was first. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a transition period in Nickelodeon. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I did, so drifting off from game shows a little bit because I think I, I think we got a feel. Um, we a couple of weeks ago we talked about perfect date night, and I was wondering if you were feeling anything like if there was if there was something Chris would throw on to impress a girl. Well, uh, 
I've, the only thing I've ever actually done is try to impress a girl with um, convincing them that watching Pete and Pete will be uh, cool as an adult. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've done that uh, before, and, and, you know, to mix results. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's my. I wouldn't say it's my move. But, uh, <laughs> what do you do? You re, do you recall what episode you threw on? Um, summer vacation once, and then another time it was hard days. Pete. Oh, yeah. oh no, that, it wasn't summer. The first, the first one was the call. Oh, well, wow. Wow. yeah. Yeah, you you would have had me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well. <laughs> but, no. I I didn't I, I thought about trying to you know concoct my own. It's a lot of work. Guys, like must have put a lot of work into coming up with your four shows. I mean that compared to that's all you know. You have like the whole universe to consider. Um, unless you already have like things in mind, that that must have uh, taken all of you, all three of you, a while to do. It was an effort. <laughs> well, I uh, I think Are You Afraid of the Dark has to be there. Yeah. Um, did you have a Did you listen to that episode? Of course. You know. You know. I listen to all the episodes the day they come out. Um, I just double checking. Don't want to be <laughs> presumptuous. Uh, did you have a feeling? Because there, there there ended up being a real heated debate about Dream Girl versus uh, Dead Man's Float. Did you, are you familiar with those episodes? Did you have a preference there? Yeah. Uh, for I this. I like that was more, more for the, you know, uh, more for the show than like an actual debate. Because I can't imagine having that strong opinions about those two total. <laughs> <laughs> well, they... It was a good debate. I, it's always nice when to get Andrew a little frustrated. Mm. He's a cool customer. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, anything else on your mind before we uh, let you go? Uh, one thing I wanted to, I know this has been, okay, a, a question and a comment. Um, the question is, does, like, uh, stuff still go down in Orlando? Like, uh, I mean, was Nickelodeon kind of the only thing going in Orlando to make it, like, mm-hmm. you know, this weird Florida Hollywood thing? Or is that... I mean, I don't know anything about this. Or is that like, is there like an established, um, you know, TV, film, whatever, uh, little yeah. place in Orlando? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it had ex- started to exist around the same time, maybe a little bit earlier than Nickelodeon at Universal Studios. But, like, Nickelodeon and Universal had struck up a contract together, so it was kind of a natural thing for Nickelodeon. Because we were talking about it... Um, Last week, I believe, uh, where, uh, you know, a lot of times they actually shot shows around the country. Uh, and then when they bought, when they linked up with Universal, they just decided it would be cheaper to move everything to Orlando. Um, but I think Nickelodeon now is like linked up with Paramount. And so they're a total non factor at Universal now. Hmm. Um, besides SpongeBob, but I think SpongeBob has something there. Interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, you know, like the famous at the end of every Nickelodeon episode, they'd show that famous front of the building yeah, with, yeah, with yeah, like yeah, the yeah. with the fountain. The mountain, yeah. yeah, so that's actually the Blue Man's Group building now. Um, it's a oh, yeah, it's a re- it's a really sad sight. 
<laughs> They're around. I, I, I go ahead and look up a picture. It'll like absolutely destroy you. It's the, it's the exact same building. It's just all white and blue. Um, and it's like not even the front of the building anymore. It's like off to the side and they've like added on. Um, anyway, so yeah. I thought you were telling me to look at the blue, how the Blue Men group looked now. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were. Dude, like, you gotta catch really? the. You, you gotta catch their act. Um, they like they their their comedy is fresh. Well, that so that's 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 all I know about Universal. I, I know that Nickelodeon is not like it doesn't run out of there anymore. I think they're in L.A. Okay. All right. Well, that's useful. All right. Quickly, my. My comment here. Um, I know this is a few episodes ago. Well, which, by the way, uh, you guys have been killing it lately. Really love the episodes. The date night episode was very good. Uh, I like that one. The, the award show was interesting. Felt like, like weirdly, almost like trippy in moments. Like uh, <laughs> your commitment to this bit that was clearly also. Uh, you know, something that you weren't totally committed to. Gave <laughs> it an interesting feel. Um, but, okay, so I really loved watching um, the Think Fast episode and, you know, like, mm. seeing how weird the host is. <laughs> and somehow you guys didn't mention the whole history of Michael Carrington, which, if you just watched that episode, you'd be like, oh, that was that guy's last day being any sort of actor, <laughs> anything involved with TV or film. But he's incredibly successful. He's, like, insanely successful. He was a writer on The Simpsons. He was a writer on The Critic. He was a writer on Martin. Oh. <laughs> I, guess, I guess also The Freaking Simpsons, but I know that, I know Andrew appreciates Martin Lawrence, like I appreciate Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, and... He, he also wrote for That's So Raven. He wrote uh, for the Jamie Foxx show, The Proud Family. Um, and he's also had like a bunch of seemingly like failed pilots. But uh, it's crazy to think that that guy um, became so successful. Yes. I, <laughs> I, uh, it sounds like he was a much better writer than uh, a TV host. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell he was itch- <laughs> he was itching to be funny. Yeah, well. but he's done like he's done voices on The Simpsons, which is not voice. Yeah, he has a oh. great he he has a great voice. Yeah, he does. He's a uh, he's side side. I don't like know a ton about The Simpsons, but I remember the character Sideshow Raheem. Um, he was Sideshow Raheem, but he was also he, he played at least uh, uh, four characters hmm. on The Simpsons. Yeah, you know, hmm. like he's got. Like, he's a good writer, but he's also been involved. Like, he's on that submarine, which, you know, oh. it's a pretty big deal. Huh. Michael Carrington. Interesting guy. Yeah. Um, do you want us to do another thing fast? <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's the only way I'm going to watch it. Huh? <laughs> Agreed, yeah. Can you guys do a Nick Arcade? Like an episode, episode review? Yeah, I think, I think it would be good, because, like, the... I don't know. It's it's like it's so interestingly dated and like that it's almost cool. Yeah. Well, I'd like to talk about it more <laughs> in some format. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Perhaps. You guys 
Maybe over a beverage sometime. Sure. But that, Andrew. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, thanks for giving us a call. Yeah, it's always great to hear from yeah. you, as you know. I mean, I didn't even call you. You called me. So <laughs> thanks for picking up your phone. Something <laughs> <laughs> straight in. Uh, yeah, no, I'm happy to talk as always, and thanks for letting me, uh, you know, I love to do that. We awesome. love it as well. Yeah, cool. All right, see you guys. See, All right. you, see you. All right, bye. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Those are Chris's thoughts. Uh, pretty controversial as usual. <laughs> he knew what he was doing with that yeah. Legends pick. <laughs> yes, yes, he, he he's dug his heel in on Kirk Fogg. <laughs> uh, but um, well, I, I can I can still respect Nick Arcade. I mean, Nick Arcade's a formidable show. Wild and Crazy Kids, certainly I toyed with the idea of two, three, four, anywhere in that range. Um, so, fun to hear from him. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing next week? Well, next time we're going to try something a little different. Um, we thought it would be fun to kind of outline our own episode of a, of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, do it ourselves from scratch. Yep. No, no help. <laughs> um, and... I'm not sure why exactly, but we decided to start with Keenan and Kel. That's right. So <laughs> we're calling it right an episode. <laughs> so next uh, next time we're each gonna present a Keenan and Kel episode, yeah. uh, like outline basically. Yeah. And not, not the dialogue. Yeah. Nece- unless there's a really <laughs> good piece of dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we hope to find out uh, which one you like better. You guys will vote on which one you'd want to bring to air. Not that that's a possibility, but... If either. (laughs) And we may have a guest who also proposes an idea. Um, So we're, again, just trying to keep it fresh, trying some new ideas. So we'll do write an episode, and if you guys like it, we'll maybe write some more. Maybe it'll be a disaster, but we we won't know until we try. you got to give it a try. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter uh, at BOC Podcast. Love hearing from you. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. Best way to get a hold of us is to email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on iTunes. It's really helpful to leave a, a rating or a review. Uh, and we're on Podbean where you can also leave comments there. Um, we love hearing from you guys. And uh, thank you so much, Max, for coming. And he also brought us a lovely gift, oh. uh, some Ren and Stimpy playing cards. Keeping it up. Uh, so, can we expect now that whether you or Melissa are here, we will receive a Nickelodeon gift? We talked it over <laughs> at the house, and we have put it in our budget. <laughs> you guys invite us back, it will be gift. So, thank you so much for having me. Uh, so Whoa. thankful for you guys to have me as a friend and also uh. a, a guest. It's just a great honor. Thank you so it's much. It's been a blast. I, this, although coming. this time you didn't bring snacks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't do snacks. Anymore. That's what you're known for. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, congratulations! You, you uh, on the Twitter poll, you had won uh, I, listeners' yeah. favorite lineup. I had heard about that. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you guys. I'm, I'm so blessed. <laughs> so many Max fans <laughs> out there <laughs> blushing. <laughs> well, um, we'll see you next time. I'm